so this chapter is talking about uh, kind of like I would say primarily self-awareness that's like the key of it and just how like uh, there's like this therapist term like listening with your third ear okay. as opposed to listening with your ears that are attached to you and your stories and your background and all these things right yeah. Like therapists really try to develop this like non-biased ear. Sure. And this quote says, the research suggests that the more people you listen to in the course of your life, the more sides to an issue you can argue in your own head and the more solutions you can imagine. Inner dialogue fosters and supports cognitive complexity, that valuable ability to tolerate a range of views, make associations and come up with new ideas. So do you need me to reread that? I think I got it. Hit it one more time though. Okay. The research suggests that the more people you listen to in the course of your life, the more sides to an issue you can argue in your head and the more solutions you can imagine. Mm -hmm. Inner dialogue fosters and supports cognitive complexity, that valuable ability to tolerate a range of views and make associations and come up with new ideas. So essentially it's this, and it's funny because obviously this is like what I do all day, right? We like, I listen to you guys and we talk. But it was so cool because this quote, just talks about people that kind of sit in silence, mm -hmm. right? They're like, uh, there's obviously sociological effects of not being in community all the time, but there's actual brain development problems that come from that as well, right? Yeah. So what we're talking about, us having this group of just like different perspectives, dude, we could not have an answer, but that alone, now, when I think of something, I might think of your solution, Steven's solution, Nick's solution, Preston's solution, Sam's, whatever, because I've heard it. It's like introduced a new idea in my head and a new format to go about answering questions. Mm. But yeah, dude, I just yeah. read that. It was like, fuck me up. It's cool. No, it's brilliant. I mean, and I think that that also presupposes that you're willing to let multiple views kind of hang up in the air, right? Because if, and I think that's kind of what she's saying, right? Is like, if you don't, if you don't, well, if you don't suspend your own answer, you actually won't in, take more input, right? And that could be for a host of reasons, right? And I, I, I wonder myself how much I actually just drown out noise because I think I've already found the solution to some question I've asked. Right? Um, yeah, that's super fascinating. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of married to one idea, you know, that Jesus like came and died for us. That's like pretty much it. Everything else is a, is a question mark in my mind. Yes. Especially after like 2020, right? It's like, dude, nothing's impossible. I'm like, we've seen it all. We've seen all impossible things. And I think like in terms of like the world standards, we're like, we want to say that we're attracted to like uh, alphas or uh, people that are like in power positions, but like I think in reality, dude, we're actually like attracted to like authenticity and people that are self-aware enough to not be married to all their ideas, yeah. right? Because yeah. if you're not, I don't think you can listen well. Yeah. Yeah, Li man, listening. That's such a great. You know, there's this great book too. Um, have you ever heard of Richard Richard Rohr? Dude. Guy's amazing. Uh, he's like a Fran he was a Franciscan, or he is a Franciscan monk. Um, so like Catholic mystic kind of guy. So like very after truth and wisdom, but like loves Jesus, but it like suspends a lot. He's willing to hold so many just like you know ideas in the air and let them hang there and just be like I don't know, suspend for a second. Let's just 
hear what everybody has to say about it before I just close the loop, close the loop, close the loop. Because that's what we're told, right? Let's close the loop. And just, like that quote was like, maybe just keep some open loops. You know, strong opinions, loosely held, right? And that's let, such a cool way to put it. And let your mind, I mean, that's like what you're talking about with your, you know, what your hand, like, like let, let it open. Like, yeah. I, this is for sure what I think right now, until I don't. Right? And like we live in a culture where changing your mind is actually not really celebrated. Yeah. Like we talk about it like I wish everybody could change their mind, but nobody respects people that change their mind. Like it's very hard. Like people, like politicians, like you can't change your mind, but we want them all to like have malleable. But then when they like change their mind, you're like, oh, you're wishy-washy. You're like yeah. I knew it. And it's like, hold well, on. Like I think we're so, uh, we're so like, Keen to throw the baby out with the bathwater now, right? We kind of find like one thing that we're married to and then we fill in the blank with everything else that's like attached to that. And it's like, dude, I'm way more centric on like a lot of things. I like actually like, this was the first year and <laughs> we don't need to talk about politics, but it was the first year that I voted and it was like, why am I voting for myself all the time? Have I ever like looked at a ballot and like voted for like the homeless dude that maybe is gonna benefit from me being taxed more? I don't know, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, but that was like a weird question in my mind for the first time this year. Is like, why have I made decisions solely based on what I think is right? Can I make a decision for somebody else that may be in more need, right? Yeah. And so now I've like, yeah, dude, theologically, I've like come to this weird place of like, uh, I don't know. I don't really, and I'm fine yeah. with not knowing. And that's like the Socratic thing, right? Is I know that I don't know. And weirdly, that's where wisdom is found. Yeah. I yeah, mean, the wisest sure. guy in the world said he didn't know. And you know, that book, I feel like I, I recommended that book in the, in the chat. It's so heavy. It's still taking me a while to get through. But he talks about, um, talks about how Socrates weirdly kind of always took the side. If he, he, it, was a, it, was a, it was a tool that he used to get to truth, which was things that people generalized, he made them get specific on. And things that pe people made specific, he made them generalize. Wow. That's such a wild way to ask questions. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and because it forces you to confront, well, we're talking paradox, right? Like truth is actually in the paradoxes. Um, and as I, I started to mention, like there's this, there's this guy named Richard Rohr and he writes a bunch of amazing books. Um, and he's a like, just a contemplative. And he talks about like third eye understanding, which you know you hear in a lot of these cultures, Eastern cultures of like this way of silence that allows your brain to syndicate like ideas together into a box and then kind of make connections that you would have never heard. But if you're talking all the time or getting input, right? And that's the other danger of some of these, you know, the constant media that we have, social media, whatever that is. It's less like, yeah, there's identity stuff for sure. But like the other thing that sucks is like your brain can only do one of two things. It can take ideas and like connect them and clarify and organize or it can take input. And so you're taking input all the time or you're talking. It's not synthesizing. And that kind of third eye understanding, that contemplation that she kind of alludes to, and I, I agree. I mean, that's like true listening, you know? And we don't do enough of it because to our earlier conversation, man, ambition is not necessarily in our world like listening. Yeah. Oh, no. Because that's not action. So you have to so sit with that, right? Like, ambition is listening. Ambition is sitting silent for two years. Well, 
in that time frame, somebody might say, you're not ambitious, you're not working, you're not creating, you're not, and you're like, no, 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 like, this is the real work. This is deep work. And you might not see the movement that's happening, but this is actually going to create the seed that creates the thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's such a cool but that's hard oh. because then people don't, they feel this pressure, you know, as we've talked about, to build, to create because of some, whatever reason they do. And then they never listen in the right way. And we're not just talking about listening to people. It's listen to yourself. It's listen to the world. Reevaluating: should I be doing this with my life? Yeah. This whole, so this whole chapter, like, like I said, is kind of about this self-awareness. So what she was referring to is the ability to have dialogue with yourself, right? Like as ah. humans, we're predispositioned to uh, find solutions. Ah. So in our own self, like our ability to self-talk, you might have negative language towards yourself, mm. right? You might be like, God, I'm not enough, I'm not this, this person said this, so I'm gonna attach it to like this thought that already lives in my brain. Yeah. Whereas like, maybe you and I can have this conversation and you and I's language internally might be like, wow, what a, what a cool thing. How does this take fruition in terms of how do I actively listen better to my wife? How do I actively listen to like, maybe my core beliefs that I don't like, you know, yeah. like I, I don't let them talk often in my brain. Yeah. But it's like coming back to this place of like, what is your self dialogue? What is what is that presumably making you think about what other people are saying to you? I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like way more about like, uh, can you self diagnose what your um, maybe more baseline understanding or or listening would kind of come off of, and can you like? Uh, retrain that in like a healthy way to like listen with that third ear slash see things with that third eye, right? Like yeah. it's, yeah, it's just, it's so nuanced, dude. It's it's so interesting to talk about because I think like this idea of ambition, this like, like what we're talking about um, and this ability to like actively listen, right? That like, yeah, it does take form in terms of other people sometimes for sure. Mm -hmm. but, like, dude, are you actively listening to like the things you tell yourself in the mirror in the morning? Really like, you know, like do you actually say those things and, and find an answer or do you let them live and suppress them? Because a lot of people, yeah. what I would say, the spirit of comparison is nasty, right? Sure. That destroys your inner voice. Yeah. But then also, to me, the biggest thing too is more so this idea of um, escapism. Mm -hmm. And that like destroys our inner voice. Okay. Like you want to know how not to listen, like pick up your phone and scroll through social media, okay. right? Or like distract yourself and like, talk about something that's irrelevant or not as deep right? yeah so it's kind of yeah it's a crazy thing i think like that self inner voice you like really want to understand like dude am i positive and not just like fake positive yeah. am i like introspective enough to be like honest yeah. yeah yeah being willing to be honest with yourself about what like there's just i mean this is like the basis i guess of philosophy which is why we think what we think right yeah um or why we want what we want right and if you the willingness to like ask yourself that is not really taught these days. No, 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 no. heck no. You're told to want what you want, and you never question why you want what you want. You're told to kind of ascribe to X and never ask yourself that. And if you don't train yourself that, that's actually a scary spot to be because it deconstructs everything really quickly. And if you're not trained on how to deconstruct responsibly, you can actually just end up deconstructing everything. And then that's scary. So you just say, screw it, let me just abide by some set of rules, values, system, religion, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying, right? Like we take this one idea, we die on that hill and we attach ourselves to everything else because we're not willing to like question it ourselves. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. 
I want to like find somebody that aligns with one thing and maybe I can look to them for more truth, right? Maybe I can look to them to like fill in the rest of the blanks in my life. Yeah. But that's like, that's not the case. Like this quote is saying you actually want to listen to more people. Yeah. Like literally the quantity, not quality, the quantity of conversations in your life helps dictate how problem solving and how much better your brain is going to be uh, like in terms of like, like exposure, right? Like exposure leading to like more options to, to see things. Because I might see solutions like only in the lens of excellence and efficiency for me, because that's what I care about. You might see things in this like, uh, you know, maybe more like introspective state of just like, what does this mean for me? Yeah. Right? What does this cost for me? Yeah. Everybody else might have something else that like, you know. Yeah. And it's interesting because I, I feel like I always wonder why people do things in business that are so like that literally make profit but yeah. we don't do in our own personal lives like even especially spiritually like people do things better in companies like that are more aligned with biblical principles than we do in our own personal lives and this being one of them like if you shut up and listen you usually find way more opportunities and gaps to take advantage of and make more profit yes absolutely. like we do it all the time in my business like that's literally our secret sauce is we just listen and we go they say, this building's worth this much money. And you're like, wow, that's a big number. And I just sit. And then they have to fill in the gap. And then you just hear. And you're like, oh, you think that and that. Oh, I actually value that. I don't value that. Versus like immediately you go, oh, no, like I saw the comps. And that's not worth 100. It's worth 80. Because if you saw X, Y, and Z comp, it's worth, you know, that's why it's worth. So like, and then you just argue. And you didn't, you didn't listen. You didn't see the gap and opportunity. But like. That's like the secret sauce of the business. Yeah, we don't do it with people and ourselves. And we're like losing like profit to our soul because we just like, would rather be like, no, I'm right. And I want to, the ball that's in the air, I want to take that, I want to pull it down to the ground right now. It's not worth that. Well, why don't, why don't you just, like, we, we, like, we like to say in the office, PEMDAS, you remember that? From yeah, of course. Heck yeah. Order operations. Just like, you don't have to answer the question right now. Just, that's big. And then sit. That's like the uh, like the theory of the snowball effect. Like if oh, you yeah. like ask the question why enough, then mm. like somebody will like get down to the core of why they believe that thing. Yeah. And usually it deconstructs like their own belief. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like yeah. you know, it's like if you ask somebody like how is the Earth made or how is like you know the universe made, and somebody's like, dude, Big Bang. And you're like, why? I don't know. I haven't thought about the second layer to that. Yeah. That's such a cool perspective though, dude. I, I like laugh because I think about that kind of stuff in terms of like how gentle I am to send an email to somebody business-wise. Yeah, for sure, man. And how much I'm trying to be aware. And I'm like, dude, how hot am I with my mouth when it comes to my wife? Like, it's so stupid. That's cool, dude. I'm glad we had that conversation.